Hey everybody, what's going on? It's the Audible Farm Podcast. It's episode number 45 this week. It's a little bit of a shorter episode, but it's a great episode. So don't sleep on this short one. I'm glad you guys all are tuning in because this episode is brought to you by Couch Town Coffee. Couchtown Coffee is roasted right in Ankeny. It's one of my favorite coffee companies. Uh, you can get it roasted any way you want to. They will send it to your house. All you have to do is go to www.couchtowncoffee.com or their Facebook page. I've got links down below. You can check them out. And not only is this my favorite coffee, and not only is it located in Iowa, and not only will they roast it how you want it, and not only will they ship it to you, but because you're my listener and Couchtown Coffee is that awesome, we have a 20% off promo code this week. The promo code this week is METAL. That's right, it's metal. And what's more metal than one of my buddies, Alonzo? Zoe is the man. I, uh, I've known him for a long time, and believe it or not, I don't think the two of us have sat down and talked to each other one-on-one, um, maybe ever, other than on the phone a couple times. So I kind of pulled out all the stops in this episode. I tracked him down in between a couple of band rehearsals when he was in the Des Moines area over the over the last weekend, and uh, I sat down with him. Like I said, it was in between band rehearsals, so we didn't have too much time to hem-haw. Uh, we had just got done with Unity practice, and uh, Unity's got a show coming up. We talk about that in the upcoming podcast. But he's also got another show booked with another Des Moines band, and uh, we talk about that in the upcoming podcast. I don't think I want to let the cat out of the bag on the beginning of this one, but let's just say Alonzo has been in a ton of bands and is in a ton of bands. Uh, let's see here. He's got Words Unspoken. That's definitely an awesome, awesome band. You should check them out. i got links down below. Otherwise, he's been in Unity. He's also the guy that you might remember from another Des Moines band that was pretty, pretty popular. Um, I'm Like I said, I'm going to leave that one for... For upcoming in the podcast. If you read the description, you, you might be able to cheat your way through it. But uh, Alonzo has also um, been in a band called Eternal Voyager. They're from Minnesota. Uh, he splits his time between them and us uh, in unity. And he, he's he got a busy, busy, busy schedule. The guy's always doing something. He's always somewhere uh, in between here or there or going to shows. Uh, he's got definitely got a busier concert schedule than I do and I go to a lot of shows so uh, hats off to Alonzo for finding some time finally to sit down with me we've been trying to make this happen for a long time because he's got a great story uh, I, we don't even touch the tip of the iceberg in this one so the two of us have decided to sit down and do a, uh, another interview hopefully we can make it a little bit longer I will be releasing that one in the upcoming weeks so there will be a part two I guess to this one even though this one is pretty self-contained uh, like I said I never got to sit down with him too much and talk to him so I started asking him kind of crazy questions in this uh, but they're all kind of pertinent because I don't know him too well and I'm sure that there's people out there listening to this for the first time that don't know Alonzo very well either. So I, I kind of pull out all the stops. I ask him some basic questions. I ask him some uh, some pretty complex ones and some weird ones too. And we kind of just go through all sorts of stuff in this one. But it was a really fun podcast because uh, we got some good ideas out of the whole thing. And, every, you know, this is just a good one. As For as short as it was, this is probably going to be one of my favorite short podcasts. And I can't wait to sit down with Alonzo and do another one. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Make sure you check out that Couchtown Coffee promo code. Promo code. I, I've done that on a lot of podcasts. Make sure you check out that Couchtown Coffee promo code. Go to www.couchtowncoffee.com. Check it out and tune in for this episode because Alonzo is the man. 
is the Audible Farm Podcast with your host, Peter Stockdale. Yeah, but you know you're gonna have to put it back in there somewhere, and then after you introduce it with a with a with a radio voice that you have, and this is Peter Stockdale. Peter Stockdale with your on Iowa, I, Iowa Public Service. <laughs> 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 no, no, um, it's not like I've been dreading this. It's just I I've been doing this shit for over 15 years, so dude. Yeah, <laughs> dude. To remember all this shit is yeah. gonna be hard. Yeah, no kidding. You're gonna push me. You're pushing me to the limits. Yeah, to pro- remember things. I'm probably gonna try and ask you some questions that. Uh, I don't know. At least just try to make you remember stuff. Because I've known you for like 10 years at least. So, yeah. So, I mean, that that just just to show you that, that's how long I've been like watching you sing and stuff. And originally, I, I met you, you're the, the Dark Mirror guy. Yeah. But, but let me ask you this. Is there anything prior to Dark Mirror? Uh, not in the States. Not no, in the States? Nothing, nope. No, no, there's nothing that I ever recorded or ever did. Uh, even, though, even though I try to get uh, into... Uh, Audition for some bands, and actually, I tried to audition for Celador. That was a long time ago. For what band? Celador. Celador. They used right. to be out on Nebraska, and now uh, Chris Peterson, uh, singer and guitar player, and main guy of the band. Now he lives in Colorado. But, oh, cool. Yeah, I did things like that. Um, and then uh, prior to that, obviously, I was in a different country, where yeah, in Chile, where I'm originally from. Yep. And um, <clears throat> I had a Iron Maiden cover band. Oh, cool. For about. I don't know, three, four years or something like that. Yeah. And then I recall doing one, one studio recording, but it wasn't even for a power metal band or heavy metal or nothing. I was trying to be Danny Filth. Okay. Credit of Filth. Okay. So, okay. so it was it was a lot of screeching and growling, and I just didn't. The music I love the black metal. I I, I love black metal music. Is you know it gives me it's a different vibe that I get. Totally. You know. Yep. But uh, I I just couldn't do it. Yeah. I couldn't do it. And to do that, I was literally drinking during practice or rehearsals and smoking, so my voice will it just will sound like shit. Yeah. Yeah. That way, like you... a naturally sound <laughs> bad. Yeah. Exactly. You do the cigarette, so it gets all raspy and stuff, and then exactly. you, you drink, so you can just go. You exactly. Know, and, and so it... then it didn't feel like ah. And next day, it's like oh my my throat hurts. Ah, it must be all the smoking. And after the years went by, and I decided to you know. That wasn't what I wanted to do and, tr- and give it a shot to try to do something different in terms of uh, musically speaking. I I decided to go to a different route and just start singing more Maiden and try to get into that aspect. And and I think it worked out all right. So did you originally start out uh, just singing kind of like, I don't I like to call them cookie monster vocals? Where no, you're just no, like, it, rah, yeah, rah, no, rah, no, rah, it, rah, it, No, it, and it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that. It's just that this project and this black metal thing that I had going on was was a very odd thing between friends. And I said, you know, I'll, I'll do the vocals. Yeah. I'll do something. And, and there is a recording of it. And, okay. And yeah. So, so it's just something you did that was a little out of your element for the time. Completely out. Yeah. Completely out. Completely out. And even we did a party after the recording was done and mix and master. We all came out to the party with a coarse pain and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. gosh. That's crazy. <laughs> it's almost embarrassing, but it's hilarious. Yeah, dude. It's funny. I think there's a video, too. A video. Oh, that would be dude. awesome. <laughs> You'll have to find those. And, and, and the odd part of that was that I was already living here in the States. Uh-huh. I went back in 2001 for the first time to Chile. And uh, that's when this whole thing happened. Uh-huh. 
I didn't do any of the maiden stuff. Any of that. That was my main focus doing what I was like. I was spent like six months back. I oh, went. Geez. I went back as an exchange student to my own country. Oh gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> to my old college. So, you so went, then when they saw me, it's like, oh, we got all these Americans coming in, and then I'm. You're one of them. What I'm, yeah. How is this guy? How is this guy? <laughs> this guy doesn't look yeah, like a exactly. typical quote American guy. Exactly, it's not the gringo we're expecting. <laughs> you know, so yeah, so it was, it was that that was kind of funny because they're like everybody will give me shit because of it. Yeah. And now we're like, dude, but it is what it is. Yeah, totally, man. <laughs> so. So it's totally understandable that you would lean more towards like a Iron Maiden style vocals. I mean, that's what I know you as is more of a. I don't want to say. What would you call it? Like an upper register singer? I don't know what the yeah. te- technical term for something like that. But. Uh, man, you know, you're asking me about technicalities, and I'm not a very technical guy. I just yeah. know uh, the things that I should not do and the things that I should do prior, yeah. you know, and after that. But um, it is, uh, I think it's called baritone. It's, I think that that's what it's called. I'm not sure. Yeah, you and can say, yeah. Uh, yeah, and the high racer. And, uh, and dude, I've lot, I learned a lot by watching. Mm-hmm. And looking at all the singers and and, 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 and and digging on the internet for advice and how to breathe. And I took some classes later on in my, my years. Later on, it was like 2012, 13. They put that mic in front of your face, boss. <laughs> in front of my face like this. <laughs> like you do it. Like you do it when you're singing. Yeah. It just, I'm naturally loud. So yeah. I don't know, sometimes... I, feel uh, like I've got way. Well, I I totally get the disparity for this because this is like a really con- controlled environment. You're used to singing uh, notes that you can't put the microphone right in your face. I'm controlled in this. Yeah, he has me trapped in his vehicle. Please <laughs> check out my location. Send Cheez-Its. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, okay. So I got another question for Go you. I, I heard, okay, this is going to be a funny one. I heard when I first met you that you learned how to speak English through music. Does, that is does, true. There's truth to that? There is a lot of truth to that. I... Um, Back in my day, when uh, none of this music stuff was uh, uh, in my radar at all, I was just a listener. Yep. A listener to music, and uh, I recall I got into actual heavy metal when I was 14 years old. Oh, cool. And they got me into heavy metal when I was 14 years old because I was listening to what it was on the radio. Uh-huh. And I would listen to from, you know, and this might sound weird, from the New Kids on the Block that was on the radio back then. Yep. Shit back then, I'm, you know. <laughs> and then to to the doors. Yep. And scorpions in between. Yep. And then poison. And then uh, twisted sister. And then some metallic old command and whatever you know. And there wasn't any like established radio station that will play you like that. All heavy metal. Yep. Or so or you, whatever. So you had to like go to a store to find this stuff, or where'd you find all this stuff? <laughs> all all they were all dub tapes. Oh, nice. So there's my like- best friend, my best friend in Chile. His name is Ricardo. He. And he goes by Richard. And he gave me, when I was 14, he gave me all the tapes dubbed from, uh, it was from Killers. Okay. From Killers all the way to Seven Son of the Seven Son. No, uh, No Pride for the Dying. And oh, Fear of the Dark. Fear of the Dark. So he gave me all those. That's wicked. Dubbed. And I was like, okay. And and most of the people that get into metal, uh-huh. most of the people will tell you Maiden. Why? Yep, yep. Because they had the coolest fucking artwork. And that Dude, is the whole yeah. truth. Yep. And you heard that in many, many like official DVDs and a lot of musicians now they well known they'll say exactly the same thing. Yep. And you're like, damn. Yeah, you flip through the albums and you're like, that's the one. <laughs> that's right there. the one right there. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So and you didn't know what he meant. You said this is so cool. I'm yep. gonna listen to it. And then and seriously, and I got into it, and since then I was like, I wanna know what the guy's talking about. Uh-huh. 
So with the little to no English that I had, yeah, I listened to it, headphones, and I was like, at night when everybody was sleeping, so I could hear the yep. best possible, yep. like, a, and try to make up the words. And I was like, okay, he say, oh, he said you and and, and then I will make a line where yep. I didn't catch quite catch what he yeah. what I, what he said. So then I could sing down there when I started my maiden band, the the tribute. I was the guy who could enunciate the best the lyrics that were actually okay. that were closer to the lyrics. Yep. Dude, so that that's crazy. So I was just thinking, like, why didn't you look at the liner notes? You didn't have any liner no, notes. No, they you were know? all the same word up, <laughs> dude. And then if you go to, to get an actual, an original tape, you will get the one that you can get most of the lyrics with. Yep. Like a live CD, where you, or, or not yeah. even a CD, dude, yeah, live like, tape. Let's say in the off chance there is uh, some maiden somewhere that you can actually go buy. Is it going to be in Spanish? Like, do do No, but... Okay. Trust me on this because I have those tapes. Yep. I have I bought original tapes, maiden tapes in Chile, mm-hmm. and the artwork. Yep. Even though it says the name I Maiden, yep. right? It tells you the name of the the title of the album in Spanish. Spanish. And also the track. The tracks are all in Spanish, in Spanish too? too. Dude, that's cool. <laughs> but the translation <laughs> wasn't quite right sometimes. Yeah. You know? Oh, like in one you. of them, like a um the duelists, yep. which is a um um, an instrumental ma- uh, song the Maiden has, I believe, is in the Power Slave album. Uh, they the translation of that will be to do certain Spanish will be the Contenders, right? The duelists, oh, yeah. Contenders. Yep. And what they did, the translation said the Containers. The Containers. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. That exactly. Be, that's the wrong. That had to be a white guy making the translation. I don't know. And he's down like, there. Yeah, and, he's and he's like, it looks great. It looks Just send it down there. Just send it down, it down there. <laughs> <laughs> and the funniest thing is I oh, have no. that tape. I that's, have that tape. That's hilarious. Yeah, I recall with those, the names and the tapes, oh you had to gosh. put like a scotch tape. So it was because when you grab yep. them out yep. and switch them size, mm-hmm. you're wearing off the pain on the... Yeah. <laughs> the Dude, that is so cool. You know, I you come from... Uh, you know Chile, so it's such a different place than here, and you and I have a just a big enough gap in our age where I kind of grew up with the internet, uh, at least through my teens even. And you're talking about a time where like you couldn't go to YouTube. There's no like, there's literally nowhere for you to, was- to open up even a book to say these are the lyrics to this. So you're literally going off exactly. phon- phonetics only, and then trying to like reverse engineer your way into some Iron Maiden like and, that. And you know it's weird, correct? And then after that, I was like, okay, I can't get any further. So where is my next step? Fuck, go to college to be an English teacher. Yeah. Then I will learn the language as I can teach people how to learn language. Yeah. But now I'll know, I'll know the lyrics before I do that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you know yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. So I actually got into college to teach English. That's cool. That's actually really crazy. So you went to college. <laughs> did you come to college in America to teach English? No, or that was you, in Chile. You started that in was, Chile. I started in Chile. And the craziest thing that was when then after that I, I arrived to America, I was here and I was like, fuck this. I'm gonna learn the language by being here, so let's study something else. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's the I'm other thing. I'm not gonna teach English. I bet you ran into a situation where the the English you were taught was like so formal, and when you go over here, you're like, nobody uses this word. Yeah, it was hard. You I know, saw, I sometimes it sometimes was was hard because down there, down there in college where I was, in the the department was almost like the English department was almost divided because of the way that they taught you, and some of those professors went to England, and some of them came to America. Oh, so yeah. then when they came to teach. Yep. They struggled teaching what they wanted to teach you, know what it yeah, was exactly. proper or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So it was like a... I mean, even something simple, like a, a, a jumper is like a jacket in England. But, yeah. But it's like a jacket. Or even, when you, or even how you say the numbers. You know, it's a oh, 22. Yeah. Oh, 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 22. Oh, 22. 
and they will say no. I'm like, why is that wrong? Dude, yeah, and that makes a lot of sense, too, because you come up here and you go to, like, the Bronx. It's different than down south. It's different than out west. It's different than the Midwest. Yeah, but so. imagine trying to teach you from a completely different country when a fag is not a fag, as you know here. It's a cigarette. Dude, yeah. yeah there you go. That's so, what I'm saying. All so a flat. Hey, come to my flat. I'm like, what? You my apartment. Tire? Yeah, okay. Exactly. So, exactly. So, so, that's what I'm saying. They, I, they, I they, get they, it. It is it's a struggle because you as a, you're a student, even though we're getting completely off topic, yeah. but as a student, you struggle to be like, well, which one is right? Both are right. Yeah, both are right. It just depends on where you're at and who's Ex around you. Exactly. That's, so like, it that's a bunch you. of bullshit. But anyways, in that way, I was able to trans. I recall, and I have pictures. I have a specific picture when I'm sitting in a bed with my younger brother behind me, and he's crying, he's bawling. I can't remember why, but I'm sitting down with my headset. I'm looking back. And I have a piece of paper and a pencil. I'm writing all this stuff that I'm listening to. I was trying to listen to a song, uh -huh. you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I recall that was actually uh, seven, uh, the keeper of the seven keys by I, by, by Halloween. Halloween, dude. That's so I was just sitting there trying stellar. to fucking make up all the words. <laughs> and this guy is German, right? So yep. he's speaking in a different language. Yes. So you're trying to figure out what yes. he's saying. Yes. Okay. So that's another thing I wanted to like along the lines. Of the original question was: You learned English from music. Correct. Uh, Initially, initially, um, that was a purpose. Did you take some of your accent from, uh, like, say, some of the guys in Halloween or something like that? Because, nope. because I can't say that you have a like a. Okay, so somebody from Mexico comes to America, they've got a little bit of a Hispanic accent. It's understandable, but yours mm -hmm. isn't quite so. I can't nail it down. I can't tell. Does everybody in Chile have the same kind of accent? Do you think that you do? No, I don't think so, and I don't think so because um, I've been living here. Uh huh. They have not. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then when they come here, their accent is pretty thick. Uh -huh. And even now, my accent has died down a little bit, but I was just back in Chile for a vacation. And every time I go back, my accent kind of like hits a reset. Yeah. You know, and it gets and it gets thicker as like when I come back and then it just dies down much faster. Okay. But uh, I've, I've been told that when I sing, there's no accent. It yeah. just sings, it, it sounds just like. Yeah, you, like anybody yeah you can't tell. Like uh, it's one of those like Bruce Dickinson. You can't tell he's got an accent at all. Even in sometimes in how he pronounces words, he doesn't Correct. pronounce he them doesn't. with like a Britishism at all. Nope. And then he then he talks, and you're like, I can't understand a word this guy's saying. Yeah, you know, the, the hardest time the hardest time for me to 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 the hardest one that I get to understand is the bass player. They all come from different parts of England, mm -hmm. and they all speak differently yeah british yeah dude thick yep. accent so it's even it's even worse you know yep. <laughs> so. i remember actually on an iron maiden uh dvd i got on the inside that says there's closed caption for the hard of hearing and the american english yeah and so it's like for people like us that's just like i learned how to speak american that's, dialects and i can't I, understand what I, they're saying I, yeah the i i put i put everything everything like going back to the whole english learning thing to this day i rather watch a movie at home mm-hmm that I can hear, I can see the closed captioning, so I can see the words. I, there's still words that escape my my vocabulary, my language, completely. Yeah, completely. And um, and if I go to the theater, if I miss it, I fucking miss it. There's yeah. no way to come it back. It could be to the punchline or it, something, it or be. very important. Correct. Correct. So. It's, or like it could be a proper noun that you think did this guy say something and it's like no it it's a place it's correct. a place that he's naming correct or something else it, it could be anything it's like oh shit I missed what he said or he said it's so soft yeah oh, and you're like yeah, fuck yeah you know so but at home I got the closed caption TV anything that I watch it comes with a closed caption anything do you do English closed caption then yes nice yes. nice yeah, yeah yeah I have a hard time I have a hard time uh, watching movies 
in English yeah. with a Spanish subtitle. Yeah, I, I, I would wonder if there'd be a disparity because my, you, you might my, end up with some of those like container issues again. You container, never know. It's a bunch of containers. <laughs> it's my brain device, and like a part of it's like part of my sight is watching the movie, and the other part is uh, looking at the where the, the words <laughs> are just to catch if there is a mistake or something. Yep. You know, and I usually that happens when I'm watching movies with my mom. But dude, it's funny. My brain just goes like super weird. It's like God, I don't even know what yeah. I'm paying attention to. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you and I have actually been spending quite a bit of time together uh, in the band Unity. You kind of got it all. You got a, a new lineup back up in in Unity. We played a handful of shows last year. Yes. Took a short hiatus. We got some got some shows booked for this year at the yeah, end. Yeah, two year. more, two more shows. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be great. Uh, you know, we're actually recording this uh, fresh off of one of our practices, and you got another practice to go. Do you want to uh, maybe give a little wink, wink? Yeah, at no, what's it's going fine. On? It's fine. Yeah, yeah. We're talking music, so it's all yeah, yeah no big deal. Um. um <clears throat> Couple months, a couple months back, uh, I was approached with the idea of uh, um, getting uh, Darmir out of a hiatus and uh, and try to uh, get a show here in town in the morning with a Warbringer and Enforcer. And I thought it was a great idea. And, and the original guitar player Eric Wicker, I got in touch with him, and he said uh, that he will be in town that weekend. And so he knows the set list. We're gonna probably possibly get a. I uh, practice with them before the day of the show. It's uh, September 20th. Uh-huh. And then uh, at the Vado Muse. And then we're going to hit the stage and hopefully we hit it running and, and we hit a home run and, and hope, hopefully, maybe, we get to record a new album and we get to re- do a few more shows. So hopefully that works out. So today is going to be the first practice for yeah. me and them. Yeah, <laughs> like thinking about it. Five years plus, six years, seven years. More than like that. that. More than that. I started on mirroring when I, in 2005. Yeah, so and, and that's been quite a bit. So this songs, I haven't sung these songs in like 15 years. So I actually went and saw Dark Mirror in like, I want to say like 2007 maybe in Milwaukee. There was a Megadeth yeah. show. You guys uh, were one of the openers. It, it was a big show. Yeah, there I recall were, that. There was a decent amount of bands there and you were one of the openers. It was it was wicked cool. You know, it was uh, you, uh, Marco, who I did a podcast with, and then uh, Tim. Was, Tim and, and Eric. Tim and Eric. Uh, Tim yeah. was the drummer. Who, Correct. Uh, Actually, I got a chance to play with him, uh, play one show with him in Unity, which was really cool to actually get to spend some time mm-hmm. with a different drummer because I spend most of my time around Clint drumming wise. So it's correct. It's nice to get that uh, different aspect of what's going on. A different vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you uh, you recorded a couple albums with Dark Mirror. They're available on like Spotify and stuff. Yes. And I show these albums to people, and they're just like, "Holy crap! These guys are from Iowa." And it's like, "Yeah, like they did tons of shows. They came up to like Fort Dodge, you know, because I'm from that area." I recall that show. That wa- that show was interesting because after after we got done playing in Fort Dodge, some lady approached me there, and she's been she spent some time in Germany, and she spoke German to me, and I said, "You know, I don't understand what you're saying. Uh huh. Have no idea." And do you think you spoke German then? For some reason, the type of music, and then she spoke in English, and she said, you guys sound just like any band in Germany. Oh, that's cool. I was like, shit. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's kind of awesome, but kind of disheartening, where it's like, oh, we sound that awesome, but at the same time, we sound like yeah, a lot of the Yeah, I had another experience back in the day when with early Dark Mirror up in uh, the Reverb, the all Reverb yep. in Cedar, uh, Main Street, Cedar Falls. Yep, upstairs. Eh? Upstairs, yeah, we're opening for, I want to say, it was Three Inches of Blood. I want to say Three Inches of Blood the first time. Cool. Um, and we play our set, and some guy in the crowd said, where are these guys from? <laughs> I hear him right when we get done with the song. Like, it all dies down, and I can hear the guy saying that. And I said, we're from Finland. And he said, really? 
And I said, no, not really. <laughs> I said, we're from here. So they, we, there's a lot of people that when we started doing this with the sound of Dark Mirror, that it was something like unheard of around yeah. around the area. Oh yeah, totally. And yeah, it could it could have been. I think it could have been. It could have been a good thing. I think it was. It was a breath of life in a in a area that was. And I'm not trying. It always comes back to this, but I feel like Des Moines is always somewhere chasing this Slipknot kind of feel. It always seems to be most metal leans towards the Slipknot direction. If I had to put Slipknot on one side and Iron Maiden on the other side and put a needle in the middle and say point to where it's going to go, it's going to lean pretty hard Slipknotty. And you guys yeah. were more of a, like a Maiden-esque kind of a harmony it was, based. It was it was all it was all that idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what I when when I heard the stuff that Eric was writing for Dark Mirror for the first time, that actually Marco Marco uh, approached me with the idea of, you know, he said, you know, I have a band and all this, but we're just only two people. Uh, do you mind listening to these demos? And you know, I'm 10 years older than Marco. Yep. So <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll listen to this. Yep. You know, I didn't have any anything in mind, like any expectations or whatever. And then I sat down, listened to some of the stuff, and I was like, wow, some of this shit is pretty good. Yeah. It's yeah, pretty definitely. good. And me, no, no, I'm not. I don't know notes. Yep. I can't pick up notes. I don't know the names of the notes when I hear them. I just everything that I play is by ear. It's by my experience as a listen as a listener mm -hmm. and, and and thinking what I think applying what I think is right or sounds right at a certain spot in a song or the way it should be yeah you know so I say you know I'll give it a shot I'll put some words together or whatever and and I recall when 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 dark mirror the song dark mirror got uh, it was spawned mm -hmm. because that's what it was I recall I It was like nine o'clock or ten o'clock at night, and I put it on a CD. I put this track on a CD, and back in the day, uh -huh. I was driving a Delta 88. Oh, cool, cool. No CD player. Oh, no CD player. Oh, yeah. So I had to, I had to go and buy this tape connectors to a CD yeah. player. Yeah, to the and Walkman then, thing. And you, yeah, the Walkman, and you need to be careful because yeah, the shit yeah, was Yeah, you go over a bump. So you had to exactly. So you had to put it there. I'm calling on the actual telephone line. Eric, because I'm not texting him yep. because there's no email, yep. whatever. Yeah. Well, there's the, email, but... But the technology isn't exactly, there Exactly, it yep. isn't there. So I'm like, I call him and I say, dude, you need to wait for me, like, downstairs at your building. He's in the dorms at you and I. Mm -hmm. He said, okay. And I believe this shit is, like, in November or some shit like that. Yep. And I drive down there. I live in Waterloo. I drive all the way down there. He sits in my car. I put this shit in, and we sat there, and we listened to this. And we're like, wow. Yeah, dude, you got something here. Shit. Yep. Holy shit. And he's like, dude, I so picture this shit. Like, yeah. Completely. That song came together so nicely that it's, it was like effortlessly. Anything that anything that he would throw at me, I'd be like, Pah. How about I'll, this, you know? I will put a touch in it and it was magic. With Eric, was always like that. He'll yep. say, you know, I got a CD with 10 songs. If somebody tells you that, you're like, yeah. You know, maybe I can yeah. fix this. And mm -hmm. I was like, dude, yeah, you got like a song in here. We're ready to go. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, kudos to him though, because like I said, it was a uh, uh, he's playing music that's not necessarily the 
the common music that's around the area, you know, Correct. And, and he's playing this like maiden style stuff, which is what I have a preference to and you do. And then I, I'm sure you guys figured out as soon as you started doing the dark mirror thing, there's a lot of other people out there that like this music. Yeah. Just because yeah, it's yeah. not common doesn't mean people don't want to go see it. Cor- correct. And and most people are like, what the, f- where did this guy come from? Yeah, exactly. Usually they will think these guys are touring with this guy or so whatever. Mm-hmm. No, I recall one, dude, one time, and this, I'm always going to remember this. One time, Dark Mirror, one of the last shows that I played with them before I decided to depart, was we went to Milwaukee mm-hmm. to open up for Primal Fear. Yep. And that show, it was fucking packed. Yep. Like, incredibly packed. And we had to pay into, you know, to, to play the show. And yep. we're like, you know what? Let's do it. Yep. Let's do it. Why not? Yeah, packed house. Why, we didn't know that. We just do this primal fucking fear. Yep. Let's do this. Okay, yeah. We went there. We paid like, I think that was like 350, 400 bucks to pay in. So even if we didn't sell any fucking tickets, we're like, man, we'll see if we sell CDs or whatever. Yep. We got completely obliterated by the crowd and we had no merchandise left. left. Oh, wow. We cool. Sold yeah. Everything that we had. That's everything. crazy cool. We came back empty. We're like, dude, we got nothing back. Nothing. Yep. So we got our money's back. Yep. We got a hell of a fucking show. Yeah, dude. And man, and, we got to play with Primal Fear. <laughs> you can. Yeah. Now there's a bunch of people out there wearing Iron Ma- or wearing uh, Dark Mirror uh, shirts billboard shirts. Whatever. You know? Yeah. Yep. I'm just saying, it's, it, it, it was something special. It was something special. And then he got harder and harder. And then I was like, eh, you know. I need to I need to do something different. Yeah, know? and I mean it was getting it was getting too slow for me. I got a lot of uh, ideas going on and and songs, and it just it just didn't pan out. Yeah, and and, and in a way, you know what? I'm I, I don't feel bad that it didn't because now it's like a, a full circle, and it, it feels like the forces that are, that started the band, it's almost the same forces that are united now to create. Exactly. Recreate what we what we had, and and I've heard some of the new songs that Eric has in mind, and I've demoed some stuff with him, and some of this stuff has the same magic. It's just is is the same formula. Yeah, it's the same formula. That's cool. And it's, it's, That's really it cool. Is, yeah, and he has not stopped writing the way he has. He's mature musically, and more intricate. And more melodic, and that's yeah, that's awesome. his, sty- his style is is unique. What he writes is very unique. Mm-hmm. It's very unique because it's not one thing. Yeah, it's not just maiden sounding like it's not just the. It's like a Megadeth with a maiden anger that comes from I don't know. Yeah, and some of this shit is pretty aggressive, mm-hmm. very aggressive but melodic at the same time. So it's is I love it. Yeah, I love it. So you ended up uh, leaving Dark Mirror. About what year was that? Two thousand. That was in two thousand and ten. Ten. All right. And, and, you, and you started Unity. Two thousand eleven. Yeah. And then Unity in eleven. And uh, how did Unity come about? Like, what was what was the who all did you pick for Unity, and how did that um, shake down? Because if I recall correctly, I, uh, it mm-hmm. was a lot of people that were I want to say foreign, but you know of. They didn't really have. There's a lot of a lot of people that had a. No, it, it wasn't just like John Smith and and you know. Yeah. Uh, no, um, stuff like that. What uh, what I did for for Unity, I had already uh, spoken to Tim Cummings, which mm-hmm. is the ex drummer for Dark Mirror, and I and I said, hey, you know what, I got this idea of this band that sounds, you know, like this, a little more, you know, power metal. Mm-hmm. sounding than just Darmir like the next step what I wanted to take Darmir to what the next step should have been and and he said yeah I'm all down you know I'm down for this and that and I said okay cool so then one day I ran into Yasko 
a yeah, guy from Bosnia, yep. in a music shop, and he works there. Oh, I didn't even know that. I just went awesome. there to put an ad on the door. Yep. That was it. I, and actually, I went in there, and I said, is the owner? He said, no. And I said, well, do you mind if I put this on? I don't care. I put it in there, and I said, Unity, looking for a guitar player, European style, metal, music, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I put it in there, and I walk out. Yep. And uh, he comes running after me. He said, you know, I want to I wanna be part of this. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and I don't recall him, but Marco tells me that one time when or uh, um, the drummer that replaced. No, uh, the, the drummer that Clint replaced, AJ, was going to play the last show with Armir. Mm-hmm. Right. And he. He got on stage. Mm-hmm. Like, we had Tim playing drums, and then AJ came in to play. And, and I think that, yeah, and Clint came to that show, but he didn't play that show. So he he got on stage. Yasko got on stage, and we needed some Metallica covers. And he got up there and said, I don't remember that. Marco does. Oh, that's crazy. Marco does. And I'm like, you remember this guy? I just, you know. And I'm like, no, I don't. He's like, dude, that Metallica show, when we play the Metallica tunes and stuff. I'm like, nah, dude, I don't remember. That's I don't, crazy. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. So it's another guy from your past that just yeah. kind of chased you down out the door. You didn't even get to leave the sign hanging up. Exactly, exactly. So we got together, and he got pretty good ideas. I mean, most of the songs that you learn. Yep, yep, yep. All most of the songs he wrote those songs. Yeah, dude. You know, uh, yeah. I collaborated in certain things, certain aspects of it, but like the melodies, the lyrics, that was all me. Mm-hmm. But he had he had some crazy ideas. Some of his his writing was very very good. Yeah, it's very good. Just from like my perspective, when I started learning him, it was like no, there's no cookie cutter. It's not like he just took all the ideas from one song and just spit them out in another song. Correct. And, and he didn't do that. You know, no so, song sounds the same. No, no, it's it's and definitely one 10 of those, songs. <laughs> yeah, and it's one of those things where you're like, who wrote all this stuff? Because you could even be like, this song kind of sounds like a Symphony X song a little bit, and this song. Kind of sounds like, like a maiden yeah. a little bit, you know. Correct. And every song's got a little different flavor, you know. It's just a couple different colors than you would normally yeah. see. We know? got we got to play some cool shows. We got to open for Saxon. I was there. We opened up for uh, Sabaton. Uh, we opened up for uh, Vazi. Yep, I was at that uh, show. At that show, it was with. Was that, it was with Sa- too? that was with that was with Saxon with Saxon yeah yep. yeah yeah yeah. Uh, I, I think you have you guys opened up for Saxon twice no once okay only so once, okay, only so once. I was at that Fozzie Saxon yeah. show we played uh, well we asked those are the Yasko years Queensrÿche you but that up? was that was afterwards yeah was I was gonna say I was thinking about that one too but I'm like that's why I said these are the Yasko years yep like Yasko Yasko right. yeah so uh, but we got we got to go to um, we went to uh, Madison. We went. We did a little tour. We played at Madison. Then we played in uh, Rochester, and which is weird because our first live show was in Rochester, Rochester, Minnesota. 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 That's cool. That's kind of neat. <laughs> that I was our home. I, yeah. That was our home base. <laughs> that was your home base. Is that really where you guys were out? No, no, but, no, no but, but I'm just saying we like, just played our first show yep, there yep. live. Not even in town. That's crazy. not even in town. So and not even in a, Iowa. <laughs> exactly. So a band gets booked to play in a completely different city to have their first show just to play somewhere and you're just telling these people, no, dude, we sound good. You know, yep. check out some videos and stuff, you know? Yep. And they said, okay, we'll pull you on. That's crazy. And it worked out. I was like, oh, my God. That's when we started playing Accident of Birth. Oh, okay, That's yeah. when we started playing that. That's when Bruce the Dickinson. first, yeah, that yep. Bruce Dickinson song. Oh, we opened up for uh, Into Eternity as well. I remember oh, that at Spicoli's. Yep. Yeah. 
I want to yeah. say that uh, Into Eternity was at that Megadeth show as well, like the Dark Mirror Megadeth show way back in the day. That sound, you know what? That, that, sound right? that, sound, that sounds right. That it sounds, sounds about familiar, right. But it sounds about right. Don't quote me, but if somebody wants to look it up, go for it. <laughs> yeah, look, look, go for it. And actually, I'm going to look it up too because now it makes sense to me. Yep. Because when Megadeth did their, they were doing their, uh, what was it called? United Abominations Tour. It, it wasn't that. Just remember that they had a, a like a festival? Megadeth had a whole festival? Oh, the Gigantour. The gi- yep. Exactly. That's what it was. That's what they they brought in Into Eternity. Yep. If you have that video, that live DVD, there is a song in there by Into Eternity that were there live. So cool. what you're saying makes sense yeah, to me. Yeah. Now it's making sense. I'm fairly certain. So yeah, you might have so, played with them twice oh in two different God. bands like years <laughs> yeah. apart. So that's Years neat. apart, yeah. We opened up well, with Darmira, dude. We have a, a huge a huge list of shows that we played and musicians that we met. I mean, Trinches yeah. of Blood, we played with Overkill. We opened up for Overkill, for Exodus, for Warbringer. Yeah, dude. Back in the day. Uh, Into Eternity twice, once in uh, Water, in Cedar Falls, once in Des Moines. Yep. Um, and, dude, I, you know, I, my memory is completely escapes me all these fucking shows. I ain't going to have to go start looking up all those yeah, shows dude. and stuff. It's, it's amazing the amount of people that I've met. It's incredible. Well, that's the other incredible. thing. Incredible. It's like even in the short amount of time I've been playing, I've been afforded some awesome opportunities, especially with Unity, where it's it's like the bands that I get to open up for. Uh, I mean, even like the Striker show was something. Uh, uh, Unleash the Archers and Helium Prime. Yeah, I was like, it was one of those deals where I I knew how good the bands were because I heard a couple songs going in, and I was just like, I I'm gonna get in over my head if I think about how good these guys are. So I just kind of like ignored it and was just like oh, i just gotta get up there and play and i got done playing and i went outside and moved all my stuff to my car and came back in and was like holy shit these guys are good you know i would totally would have psyched myself out had i known how full that building was gonna be uh, yeah like, yeah like, yeah yeah it is it is it is and 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 just uh you know just be aware yep they're yeah, coming dude. back again and we're gonna dude, play with them and yeah, then he, in november when we're playing out in chicago that's that's gonna be something. That's gonna Dude, be yeah. something. I've never, I've never played with Unity in, in, in a festival like that, and and this opportunity. We got we got a a, a show offer it was last year, Masters of Metal, mm-hmm. and our bass player at the time he got terribly ill, and we were not able yep. to play the show, and and it really really sucked. That yeah. that was. Yeah, that, that, was, that was very unfortunate. That was a rough one. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was a good good show, good lineup. But you know what? That stuff happens, though, and you just got to go with it. Because, I mean, even as a band, we sat down and debated, do we go without a bassist? But we all sat down and also thought, you're going to miss the full experience. And there's no reason. Correct. There's no reason to like show it anybody. To, yeah, it's like showing up with a Camaro with three tires. You know, it doesn't make sense. You're just like, check out this car. And someone's like, it's only got three tires. Yeah. My like, piece of shit drives faster than yours. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, so that's... Correct. You're missing something, and you can't just go without the bassist. Correct, and that. That, that's 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 important. That's important. So hopefully nothing goes uh, less good. No, let's good. not let's not call it bad. <laughs> yep. We're gonna call it less good yeah. uh, for that November show. I'm I'm looking really looking forward to that, and it's gonna be it's gonna be something special for me, and 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 hopefully for everybody else that's involved that day. It's, it's gonna be special. It's gonna be good. What do you th- What do you think the biggest show you've played is? Uh, Queens Queens, right? Queens, right? Hands down. Dude, that Queens, down. Was, that, was that down at Woolies here, the uh, one that Woolies. I went to? Yeah, that place was packed. And the coolest part about that was I went in there and I was like, oh, I'm going because Unity's open because I don't know how well how good Queensryche sounds nowadays without Jeff Tate. <coughs> so I was like, I'm going to go into this one, another one blind. It's like, I know Unity. We'll, we'll listen to this. Dude, Queensryche was freaking awesome, dude. Like, I know. Like, 
freaking so good. <laughs> I know, I know, Queens Rex. Yeah, and one of the things is that 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 night we we played a, a Halloween cover. Oh, and cool, I re cool, and cool. I recall and I recall uh, um, Tal Latore coming down from the back from the green room coming out to check out the yeah. that we were doing that. That's maybe the second or the third time that has happened. One time with uh, Dark Mirror over here at the Bobby Muse, we opened up for Into Eternity, mm -hmm. and with Eric was still in the band. We played uh, Fly of Icarus by Maiden. Oh sweet! And Stu Block comes out of the fucking That's back cool. to check that out. Yep. You know, so I'm like, yeah, that makes you proud. And then. With Unity, I did another. We did a show where we opened up. Uh, we played with uh, Into Eternity, uh -huh. and um, Tim Roth, the guitar player for Into Eternity, goes and says, "Man, that's my favorite fucking Brazilian song." <laughs> so it's been the covers that we picked. They have been head turners. Yeah, if, 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 if you ask me. So uh, it's been pretty smart about that, and people people get to remember that stuff. So that's that's pretty cool. Uh huh. I uh, do you want to cut this a little bit short? Because your practice, is, your practice is it's about up. to start here in a couple of minutes. Yeah. I have given my throat no rest we, yeah, whatsoever. We, yeah, exactly. You did one practice, and then you're like, "I'm gonna take a break," and then I snag you out here for a podcast. So it's like, yeah. hey, just dude, talk. we we needed you to do this. Yes, yes, <laughs> this, we do. This it was overdue. Yes, it was very overdue. We'll have to sit down again when you have a little bit more time. Yeah, dude, Ma definitely. Maybe you can plan out some good we stories. Can, we can just yeah, we can uh, we can put all this a part one, and then let me go and revise some of my stuff that I have, and if I can remember more stuff. We get together for part two. All right, man. <laughs> part two is going to happen. All right, man. I appreciate well, it, man. Thank, thanks thank a you lot. very much. Absolutely. Yeah, Alonzo's a, a real good guy, man. I'll tell you what, it was, it was good to sit down and talk with him. Uh, we didn't, like I said, we barely even glossed over any of the bands, uh, but we did get on that little nugget of Dark Mirror. Uh, Dark Mirror's come up in the podcast a handful of times. They were definitely one of the most influential bands uh, as far as local bands to me. They're one of the only bands I saw out there playing that European style of metal, I guess you could call it, that uh, new wave of British heavy metal or the thrash metal. Um, there's other bands out there doing it, but you know some of my buddies were in the band, and I, I went and saw them uh, before my buddies were in the band, and I kind of just took a liking to them. So it's one of those weird deals where I, I've seen them so many times, and it's just so enjoyable to me to go out there and and uh, get to see them again. It's going to be a blast. I can't wait for that show. Enforcer, oh my gosh, it's going to be so fun. So, uh, yeah, check that show out. Make sure you uh, follow the Dark Mirror links down below because they are starting to fire their social media back up. I'm so excited for them. Make sure you uh, also check out all the other links below. We talked about Unity a little bit. We didn't really talk too much about Eternal Voyager, but I'm hoping to get more questions in on him on a second part for this episode. I'll tell you what, let me fade the music out here real quick. All right, now that I've uh, got that quieted back down, I wanted to talk to everybody a little bit about something. Uh, I had an episode not too long ago with um, Gene Walker. Gene, let's see, I'm looking for the episode numbers. 39. Uh, you know, that episode was a really good one. If you want to go back, check that episode out. It, it was a tons of fun. I figured while I had a few spare minutes on, on this week's show, I'd talk a little bit about that. Uh, he recommended a podcast to me, and it was called Disgraceland. And I know there's a lot of people out there listening to a lot of different podcasts by a lot of different people. Uh, shout out to everybody listening to this one right now. But that podcast is really good. It ha it goes through all sorts of different things in the music scene that might be, I, I want to say true crime-ish, but it's it's a lot of the things that were, uh, oh, this is a, might be a conspiracy, or I don't know if this ever happened, or did you hear that story about this, or, you know, it, it 
pick pick a story that uh, might end it with a little bit of tragedy, and I'm sure they've talked about it. Let me just give you a, a small rundown of a few of the episodes. They uh, talk about Jerry Lee Lewis, Sid Vicious. Uh, they talk about the Norwegian black metal scene, which uh, I read about when I was growing up, and I was like, this can't actually be a thing. And uh, sure enough, it's a thing. So, so maybe check that one out. That was one that really caught my eye, and I couldn't believe what, you know, how passionate he seems to be about all these things he talks about uh lisa left eye lopez yeah the rolling stones tay k bob marley tupac the list goes on and on and on there's a two-parter about john lennon in there i mean like i said it just keeps going on and on there's marvin gay big lurch uh kurt cobain not all these names might be super familiar to you and but i guarantee you, you will know um somebody in one of these episodes the reason i'm talking about this podcast is not because i have any affiliation with it at all or any remotely uh i just found this podcast based on a recommendation of in an earlier podcast uh from gene and gene talked about it we kind of glossed over it briefly i told him i'd check it out and i don't know if gene's listening to this episode but i just gotta say gene uh, that's it's a great podcast man uh i i have Neither one of us has anything to do with it or any reason to promote it, but I just want to say, if you guys like music stuff and you want to hear some crazy stories about the music scene, check that out. It's it's really worth worth a listen. I know that the true crime stuff is kind of blowing up all over the place on the internet, and that's uh, what a lot of people are really kind of taking to, and this is somewhere in that vein, and that's one reason that I was kind of just like, hey, maybe everybody might want to check this out because they might really enjoy it. So if you're like me and you uh, travel a lot and you want to listen to more music-based podcasts or just maybe uh, you're tired of your same old podcast regiment that you have, uh, I first off, I recommend going and listening to that Gene Walker episode. Uh, he's full of tons of knowledge, but he recommended a, this podcast to all of us for us to check out. And it's it's amazing. So check it out. Uh, shout out to Gene for that awesome recommendation uh through the last handful of weeks like i said i've been i've just been plowing through those episodes and they're good they're really good i've i've listened to some that i had no clue who the artists were and now i know a lot about them so it's really kind of kind of cool you know so make sure you check that out also check out some of the older episodes that i've got that i've recorded i just wanted to every now and then tip a cap back at uh some of the older episodes uh, while I'm also talking about older episodes, and I've I've done episodes with a couple of the guys from the Jay Clyde band, and I went and saw them recently. Uh, it would have been about a week ago, and it was awesome, man. Uh, they played. Oh man, I'm gonna forget. I believe it was like Lake City Fun Days or something. I'm gonna look it up right now. But I I love going to watch those guys play. They're tons of fun. I've seen almost all their videos on their YouTube channel, they do not disappoint. It's, uh, I was wrong. It's Lakeview Water Carnival. I'm uh, pretty sure Lake City doesn't have a lake next to it. Hmm. Maybe somebody can tweet me in and, and uh, maybe comment down below and <laughs> clue me in on that. But anyways, J. Clyde Band was at Lakeview, Iowa, and I went with my buddy Vince from a, I, you know, did a podcast with him too. And uh, we were hoping to get another podcast episode recorded here pretty soon. I might have a fun special edition one coming out soon uh, with with Vinny Boy. So, so you know, go check out the local scene. I've I've 
been trying to catch as many shows live as I can. I ended up uh, missing the Eli Dykstra show when he came near my area. Uh, big hats off to Eli Dykstra. That guy is, he's always doing so much. He's one of the premier guitarists in Iowa. And, uh, you know, the guy's just a teenager. So go check him out live sometime. I did an episode with him. I uh, was riddled with a few uh, audio issues, but I'll tell you what, that episode is gold money as well. Uh, so maybe uh, maybe this could be something. Maybe you uh, chime in and let me know what one of your favorite episodes was from the past. Maybe I'll put a poll up on the Facebook and you guys can all check that out. Um, I'm pretty sure everybody's tired of hearing me ramble, but I don't know if anybody saw down below uh, in the description section, all the way at the bottom, a couple of couple of weeks back and here and there, I've, I've popped in this link for uh, to shop Audible Farm. I've had a lot of people asking me if they can get Audible Farm podcast stickers, and I'll tell you what, I'm totally in. The only problem is they kind of cost me a lot of money, so I'm going to try and, and recoup my cost back out of it. Um, I put a couple bucks on the top end of it to be like a donation i guess if so if anybody wants uh some stickers you can go to ebay uh i've got a link down below in the description section and uh if you want to help me kind of keep the podcast going i guess i do a lot of traveling and takes a lot of time to do all this stuff so uh you can have some audible farm podcast stickers and uh toss me a couple of bucks in there as well and uh guys can enjoy the stuff uh check out the links like i said down below there should be links to all of them i've got these ludicrously high quality stickers that will if you put them on a car the last years and years and years the sun won't fade them it's it's crazy i've tried to put these things through the test uh just about any way i can i've I've put handfuls of them through dishwashers and things like that and they still last um i've i've yet to see one directly inside of uh, like a bathroom uh, stall, but I've been trying to coax people to put them in there just to see if they last. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I've I do have some Audible Farm podcast stickers. I am willing to ship them to anybody that wants to buy them. Um, like I said, eBay is going to take a small chunk of that fee, and I'm, I'm going to get a just under just under two bucks out of it. So if you want me to uh, ship you some Audible Farm podcast stickers for a small fee, I will do it. Uh, I can get you a three-pack while they last. I've got the big sticker, and I've got two different small pig stickers. Uh, it's just seven bucks. I got a penny on it for shipping just to, just to kind of, I don't know, just to throw a shipping cost on there. I was going to make it free, but a penny seems kind of funny, so I just threw it on there. Uh, I'm just going to send them to you in an envelope, and uh, yeah, it's going to be great. You guys are going to enjoy the podcast stickers. I got a, a recent post on Facebook. I saw Bob Minter from one of the previous episodes He's going out there. He's going to go to Appleton uh, this weekend, I th- I think. I think it's, well, no, not this weekend. Next next week? I think it's next week. Uh, yeah, go check that episode out with Bob Minter. But I, I hooked him up with a handful of Audible Form podcast stickers. Uh, that way I could get a Code Zero radio shirt from him. We did a little gear swap. So he said he's been just peppering everywhere with those stickers. Got some in uh, Pennsylvania, I think he said. That's insanity. So there's some Audible Farm podcast stickers in Pennsylvania, apparently. And I think he's taking some to Wisconsin with him. Maybe to Appleton. I'm not 100% sure. I didn't ask him. But uh, hats off to you, Bob, for being one of my biggest supporters. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, you guys want to check out something really cool, go check out Bob's radio station, Code Zero Radio. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, I go check out the 
a podcast I did with him. He's it's super awesome. I didn't know much about Bob, but the guy is a gold mine, a treasure trove of knowledge about music, the local scene and beyond. He knows all sorts of bands that I guarantee you would love. His show is is really good. It's really good. It's it's mostly just unknown bands that have new music that are still putting out music. Uh, it's it's well let me read the shirt that i'm wearing here it's new rock it's new radio and that's exactly what it is i'll tell you it's it's good to have people supporting the local scenes regardless of where they're at and bob is one of the gold mines out in the local scene uh before i get too much farther into the nonsense of me talking into the back end of this episode because i i just feel like i haven't really i do the intro and the outro but i don't do too much talking directly to you the listener and i wanted to kind of clue you in i haven't done too many shows with three finger betty or unity this year um both bands have kind of they're not really on hiatus uh unity kind of took a little hiatus maybe but uh three finger betty everybody's been really really busy in the band um with their life and stuff whether it be uh kids or wife or or whatever it happens to be um so we've kind of taken a short break but if you go to the three finger betty facebook page you'll find all sorts of shows there uh we've got the events page just click on that we've got shows coming up um with the rumors with with lionheart with um i mean there's shows coming up i mean as soon as like about a week week away uh let's see here by the time this episode comes out it'll be the weekend so this weekend we got a couple shows we're gonna be playing with the living deads holy cow that's this weekend already wow come check that show out that's gonna be at the fremont i guarantee you the fremont is gonna be packed i guarantee it and then brian mckay and the mk mckays mckays i don't know how to pronounce that but uh i've listened to their music they're awesome no axion and shit kickers uh and three finger betty are going to be at vaudeville muse the very next night so uh whether or not you want to do it july 28th or july 29th we're going to be throwing it down so check it out uh three finger betty's got some shows coming up just go to their facebook page and it's uh on the little events section there and you can find all sorts of stuff for that also there was one other thing that i wanted to mention to you and that would be the helium prime show that's coming up all right, so let's pull this event up. August 8th, it's a Thursday. Unity is back. Unity is back August 8th. We're going to be in Waterloo opening up for Helium Prime and Nova Rain. Oh my goodness, that's going to be a good time. So make sure you come out and check that show out. That's at Spicoli's Reverb. Uh, I've been there before. Back in the day, I'm super stoked to go there and play so check that show out it's going to be great it's going to be a really really good show uh check out the three finger betty show you can go to the three finger betty or unity facebook pages and check any of that stuff out for all the details on when and where i will be playing come bother me at a show say hi i'll try my best not to be awkward in real life um i'll probably have audible farm podcast stickers and uh if you just come up to me and tell me you listen to the podcast i'll probably just hook you up with a sticker um you know because i I don't know. It's just something weird about taking a couple of bucks from somebody in person. I don't know what the deal is. I have a problem with selling my own merch uh, in person. So I usually just hook people up with stickers if they're nice enough to say they listen to the, the podcast. So uh, that brings me to the very end of what I have to say. And it brings me to thanking everybody uh, for listening. That's, that's you guys. That's all the musicians around the state. That's everybody. Uh, every week there's a, 
a different smattering of people. I've got a handful of really consistent listeners that every single week tune in. And I just want to say thanks to every single one of you. However you found this podcast, I really, really appreciate it. I can't wait to sit down with my guest this week, Alonzo, again and do uh, like a second part to this, I guess we could call it. It'll just be a second interview I do with them and I'll upload it um, probably right after or close to that uh, Helium Prime show. The Helium Prime show is on a Thursday, so I'll tell you what, I'll probably end up just uploading the second part of that on the day of the Helium Prime show. So you can plan on that one. Uh, maybe I'll just do two episodes that day and make a make a little double dosage that week. I don't know. I've been trying to debate how to do bonus episodes or extra episodes. Does anybody have any interest in listening to more than one episode a week? I, I don't know. So uh, let me know all about that. Just let me know what you think of the podcast, how I could improve it, uh, people I should be interviewing. I The interview process that I go through is really weird and accordion-y because like some weeks I'll have like five or six people that want to get in on an interview and I'm cool with it and then I try to schedule it all out. My schedule is so busy I can't make it all and then they kind of just everything just gets swept under the rug and everybody forgets about everybody and I it's tough to get a hold of musicians man musicians aren't always the um the best people to get a hold of in a in a heartbeat if you need to talk about something so I just want to say thanks to all the musicians and everybody that's joined me on the podcast and everybody that's listening to this for that matter uh it's it's been a wild ride we've we're closing in on a year now for this and i've i've had so much fun sitting down and talking to everybody i'm trying my best to expand the audible farm reach as much as possible and kind of just put those stickers out everywhere and advertise and talk to people about it and and try and talk to everybody's favorite musicians from across the state i've got a few in mind that uh for me, it would be really big gets. Um, I really got a couple of couple of people that go around the state, and they they play pretty big shows, and they're pretty big names in the state. So I wanna, I got a couple of people in mind uh, for next year to bug. But uh, for for now, we're still on still on the home front of closing in on year one being over. So I just wanna say thanks again for everybody listening. Thanks to Alonzo for joining me on this week's podcast. Sorry everybody for it being short, but you do have to admit that that was an amazing podcast. I also want to say thanks to our sponsor this week, which was Couch Town Coffee, Old Faithful, my favorite. Uh, number one in the morning, it's it's what I always have. I'll tell you what, I can't start the day without a cup of coffee, and right now, Couch Town rules, rules the realm. I'll tell you what, that ship to my house, uh, it's convenient. It's the freshest coffee I've ever had. I do French press, and, and the bloom on it when I put the water in there is just it's insane. I've, I haven't seen anything like that with uh, the big box company coffees and I've tried them all. So get yourself some Couchtown coffee. Go to www.couchtowncoffee.com. Check it out. Make sure you use the promo code METAL. This week it's metal because Alonzo is, is probably the most metal person I know. Uh, that promo code is good from the 25th all the way through the 31st. Uh, that's just one week. It's only good for one week. This July... 25th through the 31st 2019 that's it so if if you missed out on the other promo codes i'm sorry but guess what we got one this week too so so make sure you use the promo code metal check out couchtown coffee it's roasted right here in iowa it's probably my favorite coffee i've ever had that's uh not a joke i'm not doing that because they're sponsoring me i'm i'm honest this is this is for real i was i was actually nervous to get a sponsor and have a coffee sponsor but i'm not anymore this stuff is amazing i really appreciate it hey i'll tell you what kick that music back up um we're gonna end this episode the same way we always end it with a little bit of tunes playing me out 
check out next week's episode it's gonna be a great one thanks everybody for tuning in go to all the band's pages give them a like give them a listen there's some good stuff out there in iowa and uh i intend to just keep digging and, and unearthing all of the awesomeness so we'll see you next week everybody peace